Big news today out of Las Vegas with the Utah State men's basketball team down at the Mountain West Media Days, getting ready for the 2019-2020 season. Big things expected of the Aggies, and uh, that's what the media say, I guess. So I guess we'll roll with it. But Craig Smith, he's down there, head coach of the Aggies. Coach Smith, thanks for wedging out some time for us. I know it's pretty busy down there right now, but um, a lot of preseason, uh, I guess, expectations on this team. How are you guys handling it so far? Well, yeah, it's been a great day. I mean, obviously, we're we're down here at Las Vegas with all the other teams in the Mountain West Conference, and uh, here with Sam Merrill and Abel Porter and Diogo Brito, and uh, and so, you know, just uh, obviously the the polls came, the preseason polls came out, and you know, much like we said last year, polls are are polls, and they don't mean a whole lot. You got to go out there and prove it, and. Uh, it's exciting to have expectations. It beats the alternative, uh, most definitely. But polls are what the polls are what they are, and, and and we told our guys last year is you know polls don't mean a whole lot, but they do tell you the level of respect that you've earned, and the key word is earned. And so obviously, with the season that we had last year, our guys have earned this recognition, and and our program has earned this recognition. And obviously, at Utah State, we have a rich tradition of of excellent uh, basketball and it's important to our fans and it's important to, um, to our community and it means something. And, and we have an obligation to that and we understand what that means at the same time, you know, everyone's asking what, you know, how are you going to handle this? How are you going to, and it's like, we're going to handle it the same way. And that's approaching it day by day, getting better and better. Like we're not going to try any harder. Like we tried our best last year. Like we can't, you know what I mean? So let's control the controllables and that's being the best that we can be on a day-to-day basis. We had a great summer um, with our returners. We had a great summer with our new guys. But it's important to understand this is a totally different team than last year. And even though we returned a lot of our production, we returned six guys that played on last year's roster. Obviously, Namias Keda is still um, doing his rehab, and we don't know exactly in a, a timetable when he's going to get back. But um, now we got to get the other nine guys uh, molded in the sh- form and learn our lingo and our terminology and our style of playing and so on and so forth. And that's a work in progress at this point. Coach, you mentioned that Abel Porter has uh, joined you guys down there in Las Vegas. Uh, wanted to ask you about him and how far he has came along um, to a guy who wasn't seen a lot of time on the court, then became a starter, hit that game-winning three uh, at New Mexico, and then uh, obviously earned a scholarship what have you seen out of Abel Porter and in progression as you guys get ready for the 2019-20 season? Well, it's incredible how much Abel has improved over the last uh, 16 months or so. Uh, but you know, you could the fans could see how much he progressed from his um, fret redshirt freshman year to sophomore year. Last year was a sophomore, and then I could uh, there's no doubt you could see how much he improved just within the season. Uh, but he's definitely gotten better. Um, from even the end of last season till now, he is playing with great pace. He's playing with great confidence. Um, he's shooting the ball at a very high level right now. Um, and then he's always been steady Eddie. And it was interesting. I did a, a speech um, a week ago today. In fact, last Tuesday, so about a hundred people, a bunch of um, business people in Cash Valley and a few from Salt Lake City and Abel and Justin Bean both spoke at that. And one thing he had always that he's prided himself on is being consistent. Like, you know what you're going to get out of Abel Porter every day. And, and there's no doubt that that's the truth, but he's become a better athlete. Um, 
Um, and, and he's just improved his overall game. And so that's exciting to see um, where he's at, what his mindset is at. And confidence is an amazing thing. And confidence is a hard thing to give players. You do your best to help facilitate that. But at the end of the day, players got to go earn confidence. And, and he's certainly done that. Again, we're talking to Coach Craig Smith, Utah State men's basketball team, a unanimous number one coming into the preseason. This first time, this is what blows my mind. This is the first time a team in the Mountain West Conference has been unanimous at number one. Uh, there's been some great basketball teams through the Mountain West era that it's happened in the year of 2019. Surprises me. Does that surprise you, Coach? I mean, you've been in, you've been familiar with this league before. Yeah, this, it, it did shock me, to be quite frank. Um, this league has such a rich tradition of excellence in men's basketball and certainly other sports as well, but in men's basketball. And I, I'm a history major, so I'm always where you were, where you are, and where you're going. And, and I just think back fondly, uh, well, fondly of how good some of those teams were, but nightmarish at how good these teams, those teams were because <laughs> we had to go against them. Um, but, um, uh, you know, it, it is a, it's a really uh, unique uh, honor and it's a cool thing at the same time you know we know what those things mean and that's not a whole lot so you got to go out there and perform like i said earlier we are a new team and and we like to think our program is based on earning things right and going out and accomplishing those things and so it's a it's a we, we don't take it lightly because of the rich history and so many great teams that have been in this league back when Kawhi Leonard and those New Mexico teams and, and Nevada just recently. And so, and we can go on and on the UNLV teams, but um, so we don't take that lightly and we know it's a responsibility that we have for our league, but at the same time, every year is so different. You know, our chemistry last year was, was literally just impeccable and everybody understood their roles and what we have to do. And so, you know, can we replicate that, right? Do we have, the group in the locker room that's going to buy into that. And sometimes when you get a year older, you know, sometimes guys start wavering and you start thinking about other things instead of the task at hand. And so we need to play with a chip on our shoulder. Uh, we got to play with an attitude that craves improvement and uh, treat our fans to a great style of basketball. And if we approach every practice and every game in that respect, then I like the chances where we'll be at the end of the year. I know you can't replace Namiya Keda while he is absent for however long that will be. Do you feel confident in the guys that will be taking the time on the or using those minutes on the court uh, while he's off the court? Well, you're right about Nimi, and you know I wish we I wish I could update you on a timetable. I just don't have that right now. Um, his rehab is going great. And one quick caveat with Nimi is, you know, when he got hurt this summer, I called him about 45 minutes after the game, and and we were talking, and he goes, Coach, Coach, you don't. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. I'll, I'll be back better than ever. And, you know, he never hung his head. He never sulked. He never, his whole mindset is, I'll be back better than ever. And his rehab is going great. He told me yesterday in practice he's up to 248 pounds. So he's gained 20 to 23 pounds, something like that, of good weight. So that's a blessing in disguise um, because he needed to. Um and, and obviously Mimi's what he did last year, defensive player of the year as a true freshman. I believe he broke the school record of block shots in one season, or he's really close to it anyway, if he didn't. Um, um, and then being a second-team all-league guy, and obviously voted a, uh, on the first-team all-league 
you know, this year. So it's hard just to go replace that because he did have such an impact on us. Now at the same time, it will be more of a, uh, and, and, and Quinn Taylor was our backup five man last year. So we're a bit unproving in that, in that spot in between, you know, Kuba Karwowski and, and Clay Stahl and Roche and um, Trevin Darius. Um, you know, we got to be able to, to do some things and I'm not sure we're going to be able to do it by one person, but by committee, hopefully we can, um, you know, figure out a way to, to have success. Coach, uh, you're now a couple of weeks into these practices. Um, we, we've, we're talking about the center position. What about some of the other pos- the, the, the battles that are going on with, uh, with your roster and trying to figure out matchups, who works well together? And obviously it's going to take some time before you really finalize your, your rotations. But how is that progressing so far and, and what you're seeing out of your club? Well, it's going well. I mean, I, like this weekend, I watched about eight of our practices back to back to back to back to back again. And obviously, I watch them every night after we practice, but just kind of wanted to go and just get a streamlined view um, of everything. And, you know, it's clear the returners are uh, ahead of the new guys, and which is expected. I mean, that's not abnormal. Um, I think our style of play, especially, our, our style of play is really enjoyable to play in for our players. Um, they, they thrive in it. They love it. We have to recruit a certain type of player and we feel like we, our new guys are those types of guys. It just takes time to gel, um, with each other. And it's easy. People forget. We only had four guys last year at the start of the year that had averaged more than seven minutes a game at the start of the year. And, and because we do return so many guys that produced, you know, in, in Sam Merrill and Abel Porter and Diogo and Brock Miller and Justin Bean and Namish, even though Namish isn't going, we still have nine new players in our program. And I count Clay Stahl and Roche as new because they both were out with ACLs last year. So you're still looking to get acclimated two-thirds of your team into our style of play, learning how to play with all the other new guys along with playing with our returners and getting our verbiage down and our philosophy down. So it's a lot that goes into it in a short amount of time. And I'm excited about every one of our new guys. Like literally I could, I could go through the whole list and speak highly and what they bring to the table, but yet we need to develop a level of consistency with those guys where we know we're going to get every single night um, out of them, you know, whether it's day-to-day practice or game to game. And so they got to prove themselves from that respect still. Coach, what do you see out of the Mount West conference this year? That's a great question. Uh, I think it's going to be much, much deeper. Uh, I, I think there's going to be surprise teams, you know, much like, you know, we go from projected nine to winning the league. I think you're going to see some of these teams that are projected bottom half of the league that are going to surprise some people. And I'm not going to say specifics, but I think there's, I just think there's going to be way more depth. I think it's going to be much more competitive top to bottom. And some coaches say that every year, that's like the cliche answer, but I I really, really believe that when you look at the league, I think there's going to be, I don't know if you would deem them upsets, but I just think you're going to see more parity. And I think you're going to see more teams seventh in the league, beating number two in the league and so on and so forth. And I think winning on the road is always difficult. I think it's going to be much, much harder this year than last year because of the parity, especially, you know, uh, yeah, is, is just top to bottom. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting. Got to be on point with what you do. 
consistency is going to be a big, big thing. And then we like to say you got to eliminate losing. And, and so you better show up and do what you do every given night or you're, you're, you're probably not going to come out on the win column. Coach, these media events that you're at right now, these are really opportunities for members of the media to find out about these various teams, the coaches and the players, to take back to wherever they are. But from your standpoint and your player standpoint, are you learning things while you're there about who your competition might be or what things might look like in your league this year? Uh, not really. You know, I mean, we don't – it's interesting. Last year we were in the morning session and, you know, we got in – you know, I think we started at 8 and we were done at noon. And there was like – I think there was like seven of us teams in the morning and then the four, the top four teams went in the afternoon. Well, the projected top four teams. Uh, went in the afternoon and last year it was like uh, you know I almost had to uh, where Sam and Quinn and I came last year and it was almost like I, I felt like I had to go talk I uh, hey, excuse me can I talk to you like like because we weren't getting a whole lot of traffic if you know what I'm saying and that's okay that's normal you know and this year obviously it's different with um, the way the polls went and whatnot so but in terms of I haven't even you know we had a head coaches a brief head coaches meeting for a half an hour with our conference commissioner Craig Thompson um to discuss a few things and so so a lot of the and we flew in this morning so a lot of the coaches besides that meeting haven't really even bumped into or seen even any of their players so it's been a little bit different from that respect that way but you know this time it's it's an exciting time of year right football is kind of in the middle of their season college and the NFL and so now we're getting closer the weather's turning Right, people are getting geared up for basketball, so there's an enthusiasm in the air, there's an excitement in the air, and right now everybody thinks they're going to win the league, and so there's optimism, right? And so um, it's a fun time. It's great to promote our conference, and it's great to promote our respective programs, and and certainly the student athletes that are a part of it. Coach, last question for me. Uh, there's been it was started to be used a little bit last year. This this new wearable technology that the Mountain West is really getting behind the coaches can use uh, your your thoughts about that did you guys get to use a little bit of that last year and how you plan to use it this year well we used it um in our game at boise state shot tracker it's called and then um we used it in the conference tournament championships so all three games the semi the quarters the semis and the final and you know everybody's different i think it's a great thing for the for the league it's going to bring great notoriety i think the people the i feel like what, you know, when I watch the game, I usually watch the television broadcast. And, and so when those are, you know, in the conference tournament, the, the analysts seem to be using it a lot. There are certain stat, stats that I like and I follow, but, but I'm not just, you know, a crazy uh, analytics guy. So to each their own, right? For me, I'm not sure it matters a whole lot. I try to go by feel and gut, trust our assistants, our staffs. There's certain numbers we really look at. Um, but I think it's a cool thing. There's no doubt that um, whether you're a GM in the NFL, you're a GM in the NBA, or, you know, everyone's hiring their analytics people now, obviously Moneyball, you know, with baseball, the analytics stuff. So people are really, really into that, and, and obviously they make the numbers work for them. So it's a great thing for our league and for certain programs, and we'll utilize it to some extent, but that's something that I kind of let our <laughs> our staff utilize and, 
and I just go yell at the players. <laughs> <laughs> Co- coaches, uh, as the Aggie fans are tuning into the show right now and are listening to you, uh, as you get ready for October 30th, what is your message to them uh, as we get ready for the season to start? Well, we're so excited for our season. We're so excited to represent Utah State in the right way. And, you know, we view this thing as we're all in this thing together. We're so proud to represent the Utah State fans and all the people in Cache Valley and certainly in the state. And um, uh, we're excited to get the spectrum. You know, we, we really got the spectrum magic going again last year, especially towards the end of the year. But you could see the crescendo from game one all the way to, to game 15 and culminating with our win against Nevada. And it was the sixth uh, largest crowd in the history of Utah State basketball. So that was a, a great way to end at home. And let's Let's ramp it up even more and, and make it better and better and come out and support our guys. You'll love them. It's a group of guys that, that you'll be entertained by watching how we play. Uh, it's a team that you're going to be really proud of, and, uh, and I think it'll be great entertainment. Um, so hopefully we can see you get out to a game, bring your kids, bring your friends and family, and uh, hopefully we're in store for another magical season. Coach Smith, thanks so much for your time. Greatly appreciate you. Good luck the rest of the way. All right. Thanks, fellas. Go Aggies. Thanks, Coach.